this week on Androids and Aliens. Oh, that, that was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll never have to do it again. Um, the two captains engage in a tense parlay. You can come aboard our ship, unarmed, and your full crew. How do I know you're not pull funny business on us? You don't. But the terms of surrender are hard fought. We'll come aboard your ship, even though I have my ship on road 20. <laughs> ah, but I have my own pawn from the Dead Sun's pawn. All right, I'll come aboard. <laughs> Can the crew risk trusting a space pirate? I am the infamous Alera Aquana, Captain Alera Aquana, to be precise. But I must remind you we are the free captains of the diaspora. Or will history repeat itself? The last time my ship was boarded by pirates in the diaspora, it did not go well. The adventure continues. I appreciate the gesture, Captain If K. any of you have suffered any trauma as a result of your massive defeat at our hands, I, I would be more than happy to treat you. We'll be all right. No. It appears as if the only way this particular group is going to succeed at starship combat is through lucky diplomacy. <laughs> what, is there any other kind? Uh, I want to see the, the starship combat fight where it's written like uh, the enemy just keeps firing until the ship explodes. I've yet to see that one. Uh, they, I think we would have... I think we would have won. You think you would have won that one? Yeah. I, I mean, think- I wouldn't have uh, surrendered, we'll say, if I didn't feel like I was up shit's creek. When we went off air, Grant, you rolled the damage to my completely exposed uh, rear shield, and you would have taken me. And you rolled a natty 19 on one, and then you missed on the other one. But that would have crit because of uh, the threshold. Frisses, but also, uh, you targeted the system. Oh, yeah. So right, right. it would have been a double glitch, brought me beneath my critical threshold. And it was written into the AP that after uh, you know 50% of the hull points are gone, she opens up the channel to talk with you guys. So it's not meant to be a fight to the death. To me, at this point, I'm imagining them on the ship, like, scrambling around. The engineer couldn't uh, divert power from the PCU to wah, balance the shield. The wah, captain, the captain wah, couldn't balance wah. the shields. And then it's just <laughs> the pilot was too slow and down. Dax comes pulling up, and I can't even fire to get a good shot off. And you, uh, yeah, you, you've done him. good. Yeah, I'm well, yeah, and I imagine him like looking. And obviously, this wouldn't exist in Starship combat, but I imagine him looking like Top Gun, like when they're like they can't see the other yeah. plane, <laughs> and like in that, there's big helmets with the oxygen masks and like a tight window. You're trying to look around, like where, where, where? <laughs> it was not a, not a good situation for the rusty rivet to be in. Um, <laughs> this is our third time now through Starship Combat. Uh, we're, we're always nervous going in because it's such a huge gap between the times we play it. I felt like the first round was, you know, stretching out our ship, Starship Combat muscles, but then I felt like we were really flowing for the first time since we've started doing it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It just felt like it made more sense. I mean, yeah. once you got the guns start firing, a lot of a lot of your choices are limited because the engineer's got to divert power to the shield right. and the science officer's got to balance them unless something happens that allows you not to do that. And so it's like... It's actually pretty cool, though. Like, I think that that is why... I mean, we might have realized this before, now that I say it, but that the, the helm phase works just like, like the science officer and the pilot deciding who goes first is really all about balancing the shields and positioning. So the science officer doesn't have to balance the shields if the pilot is confident in that round that they can point right. a, a um, vulnerable side of the ship away from the enemy and yeah. not be a victim to a flyby. Uh, so you don't always have to balance the shields if you can maneuver properly. Mm-hmm. But if you're at the disadvantage in maneuvering, it's like, oh, we have to balance the shields because we don't know where we're going to end up. It's a gamble not to balance the shields. But, I mean, if there's something else you can do instead of that, yeah. like targeting a system and just being like, I think we can get through another phase the, uh, without balancing. The insight huge. that you gave us, though, even though we have been less successful in combats or about this level, um, terrifies me because it feels like the way they're ratcheting up the combat is adding more and more crew. We fought that single 
like piloted oh, the, ship. The Death's Head Nectar Death Nectar 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 with Clara Nectar. 247 aboard. And then Rest we fought, uh, this ship was almost a full complement of crew, but it made you make decisions. You weren't yeah. fully capable like we were. I'm terrified for the fully well, crewed the, ship. The other fight. one was fully crewed. There was? The, yeah, oh. the one that beat us and flew off okay. had, I think, six on it. Yeah, we, we that, did a was scan. A, that was a big one. Uh, that was a know, big I, one. I, I and I don't think we ever found out who that was, right? No, it was an Eoxian ship. It was, it was an Eoxian ship, but they, they, they fired on us and then just let and left. It was a thrown, they left the I think it was, was called a Thaumcheck Cairn Carver. Yeah, a Thaumcheck Cairn Carver, a tier two uh, ship. It was a small light freighter. Uh, there was one, two, three, four, five, six people on that. Wow, group. great memory. Two yeah. gunners, yeah, yeah. Remember, you had two gunners. It was, I was. Brutal. Oh yeah, the two gunners. First. Oh, I have a headache just looking at this. But yeah, <laughs> no, this was a better ship. This was a tier yeah. four ship. Um, and you know, according to the rules, from what hmm. you're saying, like you don't just blow up a ship and kill the crew. No, like it, it, you can. They can die by being exposed to space for too long. Yeah, but essentially, at zero, the ship just floats there and it's malfunctioning for a while, and then you can fix it. Right. If you do the uh, hull points below zero, the ship is destroyed and can't be repaired. But it's still like it doesn't kill the crew. Right. It just opens up to space, and now you have to have suits on and figure out. You know, <laughs> yeah. somebody can come and get you. Maybe like you'll probably still die, but you're not dead. On I mean, impact. if you completely disabled the ship and just kept firing away at it, sure, eventually you'd all die. <laughs> I'm waiting for that, combat. but just not by the rule. That's the combat I'm waiting for. <laughs> um, just and then you guys start floating, and you just pull up and blow you away. Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would be a fun mechanic if that existed in the system. Like that, if you got like hit really badly, like everyone would get sucked out. And, yeah, like yeah, die. big hull breach, and everyone sucked so under. So scary. Yeah, if yeah. life support is wrecked and gets hit again, one of you guys takes damage. Yeah. That's written in. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. still, we... It would be so you cool. You have to keep getting It wrecked. would be so cool if, like, if life support was malfunctioning and you rolled, like, a natural 20 and confirmed it with a natural 20. It's like if, by the rules, someone was pulled out of a hole in the hall. <laughs> 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 Fuck, uh, Captain's gone. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Gone. Well, that, that was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll never have to do it again. Um, <laughs> and that was Great. the Starship Combat for this book. <laughs> she, she wants to, uh, you know, you offered to, to chat, and she wants to invite you aboard the Rusty Rivet uh, for a parlay. You're, not in, you're in no position to negotiate. We have a lovely conference room. We'll prepare a few snacks and ice spread. <laughs> You can come aboard our ship, unarmed, and your full crew. How do I know you'll not pull funny business on us? You don't. Exactly. But then, like I said, you're not really in a position to negotiate right now. Exactly. Good. All right. Also, I can kill you all with my mind. All right, all right. Calm down there, Captain K. We'll come aboard your ship. Even though I have my ship on roll 20. It's <laughs> <laughs> been fun to see it. No, no. Skid bought an actual map of the Sirisa. Ah, oh, but I have my own pawn from the Dead Sun's pawn. All right, I'll come aboard. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole crew, all unarmed. All right. Uh, we can take a tour of their ship after we're done yeah, with we'll, the conference. We'll, no, it's too late. If the, if the negotiation <laughs> goes well, you can throw that in as something. Yeah. Uh, let me show you a real ship. Uh, so, yeah, well, you could just, like, lock ships. Yeah. yeah. Airlock. Uh, Dax is, Dax is going to come up to the captain as, as the ships are uh, docked and before they come on, and he's just going to kind of lean close to Kreska and be like, the last time my ship was boarded by pirates in the diaspora, it did not go well. But there were some positives. Such as? I would keep an open mind. What were the positives? It was the first time I saw my Lashunta female. That's a weird way to phrase that, but all right. <laughs> I don't know another way to phrase it. It is a simple fact. <laughs> um, well, do me a favor. Can you run down to the galley and get some crudite and maybe a couple dips together for the conference room? Absolutely not. We're not heathens. PG, okay, could you fine. please go to the kitchen fine, and get I'll some crudite? Fine, fine, fine. No, uh, she's going to get hair all over and everything. Oh, come on. Let the <laughs> robot do it. What do you think Let I am? She slaps Friss with her tail. Yeah. Yes. I fired it with my new disintegrator liquidator gun. <laughs> hey, I hey. liquidate you. I've been meaning to tell you this, Dax, but you are our best cook. 
Well, I appreciate that, Captain, but it is my concern to keep you well guarded. From behind you, you just see Mae Shun with her hands down a bag of potato chips. She's like... <laughs> uh, I think we may be all out of snacks, Captain. I got a case of the munchies. <laughs> it was the post-battle... Uh, I, may have been, I may have been trying alternative relaxation methods along with the best death, death metal I've been listening to. I got a little... I got a little hangry. I don't un- yeah, I don't understand. Why don't you trust me? I can do something. And she picks up her spoon. Very well, BG. Please prepare a nice catering spread. Oh, Captain, don't let her cook with that She thing. wants to. But it's not sanitary. And look. she starts licking on it. See, look what she's doing. Look, look at her now. I asked for one thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll deal with it. Don't worry. I'll get some carrots. Rinse it off in the sink at Yeah, least. yeah. Screw you, little mouse man. I'm just looking out for the hygiene of everyone that's going to be participating. <laughs> I'm going to make some meatballs and some... We have very little time. All right, fine. <laughs> the rusty rivet is gone. <laughs> 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 We've been standing outside for 15 minutes. Sorry, sorry. Right what the fuck, dude? We're I so like, concerned about catering it out here. Are they still... I think, I think I hear them arguing about crudity. Yeah. <laughs> they left, should they we left the channel open. PG, could you, could you grab my instant ramen from the food rehydrator, please? <laughs> I left it in there. You okay. could choose a better snack, Mayshun. I'm hungry. Okay, no, <laughs> all right, all right. I'll, I'll uh, let's just open the air. <laughs> We open the airlock and uh, is Dax? Is, is Dax? I imagine Dax is uh, is is there now since he refused my uh, simple request. <laughs> is he what? Are you there with us, guarding us? This is yeah, like yeah, in the power yeah. Dax room. is Dax is standing there, no armor, uh, with his like arms folded, his arms folded, his sleeves rolled up, tattoo showing, and a uh, carbon steel curved blade yeah. <laughs> on his back, his sheathed over his shoulder. Yeah, PG comes from the, from the gantry. Oh, gantry. What's it called again? The galley. Galley. Gantry, whatever. Um, and then... <laughs> it's a combo. Galley and pantry. <laughs> well, she lives at Gantry Park, so Not that's probably anymore, why. Actually, yes, oh, no, you did. You moved. Okay, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, and don't tell anyone that. It's like my secret. Um, <laughs> Sorry, stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> now you know where she used to live. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, um, PG's going to come into the <laughs> to the meeting carrying a train. Time traveling stalkers are really frustrated right now. <laughs> she calls her old apartment the field of the lost. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, okay. she enters with a tray with Scottish blood pudding. Oh, oh wow. How oh, gross. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so you're all meeting in the power core room here, yes? There's an airlock up in the, on the port side. Oh, on the port side. All right, so they come through. We'll guide them down to the uh, to the conference room afterwards. Uh, all right. Uh, Dax will let them all pass and then walk <laughs> behind them afterwards. Uh, first one to walk on, uh, no weapons drawn, is a woman uh, who looks like this, a human oh. woman. Uh, you see she has wow. an eye Whoa. patch with she a ruby. seriously a pirate. Yeah. Synthetic or no? Uh, no, no. It's all real. Um, How would you know? I good modern tests on it. <laughs> She's got this badass uh, curved steel blade, not unlike uh, Dax. Yeah. I thought you said she was unarmed. Well, in the picture, she has it. It's... it's um, What's the word I'm looking for? Flavor? Tree leg? No, flavor blade? Cutting through her pants? No, it's uh, blunted. Uh, (laughs) A tourney sword? This is her tourney sword. (laughs) But she has an eye patch. She has an eye patch, yeah, but the eye patch is like uh, got a crystal over it, so you can see her eye on the other side of it. Oh. Um, It's more for effect. Yeah, because I was going to ask, like, why wouldn't she take care of it? It's the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, well, this know. might be like their thing. And yeah, like, it's an affectation. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, like Moody Mad Eye from Harry Potter. Mad Eye Moody. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was caught. Maybe the, it was reversed in Sweden. Yes, yes. <laughs> probably. Like soft arrogance. Exactly. It uh, Moody is his last name. It almost looks like an implant. <laughs> if you look <laughs> at it, it's like is that an eye implant? But no, it's just uh, most likely decorative. Uh, she comes on, uh, making a bit of a show of it with her hands up uh, in the air. All right, all right. I am the infamous Alerakwana, Captain Alerakwana, to be precise. You may think of us as space pirates, but I must remind you we are the free captains of the diaspora. May I put my hands down? This is Dr. Friss. Dr. Friskthem. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to Friss. This is not necessary, but it's your ship, Captain. I frisk them with two S's. 
<laughs> thoroughly. She steps uh, forward after That's you. That's a really disturbing physical gesture. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Skid, like, like, creepily grabbing at think, them. Uh, <laughs> do you think Friss is, like, crawling up and down them, yeah. too? I, if you've ever had a rat run up your pant leg, as I have. <laughs> oh, you know how God. God. Oh, no, you did not. Not a rat, a mouse. Oh, okay. It might have been a baby rat. Either though. way. Uh, Wait a minute, baby rat. Like, I, no, I don't no. know. How do you tell the difference between a mouse and a baby rat when it's up your pants? Well, the exactly. t- tails are very different. So that is a that is a twenty perception. Uh, you don't feel anything on her uh, weapon weapon wise. Uh, she's like, all right, I don't think this is necessary. Uh, You're most welcome, am Captain. I, oh well, thank you. I, I'm starting to feel welcome. May I introduce you to my crew, or are we going to get a rat rub down every time? They'll get the rat rub down, but please do introduce them. All right. Captain Sue Collars, I'm sure you understand. Dax, as as this next uh, person is coming up, you realize it's a female Lashunta. Um, oh. And for a second, like, your eyes are, like, adjusting. There's that, you get that vision of that, like, blurred out face. It's, like, just in your gut. But, like, no, you shake it off and you see that there's a, a just a female Karasha Lashunta. Wow. Uh, this is Karina No, our first gunner. We call her Steel Fang. Please frisk away, Karina. Karina, be good. And she just stands there and lets uh, frisk frisk her. Um, next up, this is Ace Pilot Zenkanoya Spike Smasher, and a male vest scrolls in. Oh, <laughs> badass! Looking like a pirate. Another uh, one of these decorative eye patches. And uh, this is our engineer, and a male android comes up, and it looks kind of like. Uh, kind of like Dax, but much more uh, straight laced. Doesn't have like the, you know, you've changed your hair, you yeah. had a tattoo. No, he is much more by the book. This is our engineer, Q4. Well, we call him Q for short. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. PG Clever. Looks, PG looks at like the other engineer is like, ugh, idiots. <laughs> wow. May I ask uh, who all of you are? My name is Captain K. I'll let the others introduce themselves. Pleasure to meet you, Captain. Captain to Captain. Sorry we got off on the wrong foot. Yes, about that. We could have avoided all this unpleasantness. I agree, agree. I think we still can. But please, let me hear the names of your crew here. I am Distribution Android X-19. I pilot the vessel. And I will say, I am impressed by your piloting, sir. Thank you. Oh, nailed it. I got the best of you early on, but those last two phases, you got me. Scum! I'm an angry risk. <laughs> I'm glad we can be speaking now, rather than fighting. Yeah. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's, a, it's a giant Edward G. Robinson. The giant. Where's your missile? No, see? The doctor you've met, but... Yes. I am Dr. Kundatu Fris, and I would be more than happy to see to any physical injuries that you suffered during our superior bout of combat. Ah, <laughs> uh, doctor, we are not so fortunate to have a science officer on our crew, uh, but I appreciate it, but I think we're all feeling quite well, although our ship could use some work back home. The doctor is also a trained psychiatrist. If any of you are feeling a little disappointed. That won't be necessary, but I appreciate the gesture, Captain If K. any of you have suffered any trauma as a result of your massive defeat at our hands, <laughs> I, I would be more than happy to treat you. you. We'll be all right. <laughs> really again, it on I appreciate <laughs> this hospitality. Um, so rude. <laughs> oh, who is this? Oh, and what is this exotic specimen over here? Oh, dear. Um, No, my name... Oh, you can call me... You can call me... P- and she hesitates, and then she says, No, you can call me Marakoi. I'm a Marakoi, and uh, here's some blood pudding. And she stuffs the <laughs> blood pudding tray in their face with her tail. <laughs> Eat, I uh, beg of you. That won't be necessary. Eat, but thank you. I beg of you. It's an odd gesture. Who are you? My name's Meshan Vanya, 
Please take the blood pudding from the Maricoy. Please, 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 please put I, the blood really pudding down. PG. None of us want the blood. I'll take some. <laughs> <laughs> he just eats it. PG. Satisfactory. <laughs> PG like really smiles at that guy. She loves him. That guy Grant really bad. Grant. <laughs> he is no nonsense. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Satisfactory. <laughs> oh my god. I know someone's gonna come up to me at one of the next events we do and just yell satisfactory at my face and I'm gonna lose it again. This is a terrible curse that, that you was, put on me. That was, that was very intense. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, as nice as it is to hang out here in your hallway, perhaps we could sit down and talk Please. like professionals. Follow Jax. Or I'm sorry, you're waiting. Yeah. Follow the doctor. I, I didn't finish introducing my, myself, by the way. I'm the gunner that almost destroyed your ship. Uh, I'm a recently liberated awoken weapon, and I feel slightly compromised. Yeah. And there was part of me that wanted to keep shooting until you turned into space dust. Oh. She's in treatment with the doctor. I see. Yes. He's very good. If you need your traumas, as he put it, to be looked at, he's the one. You sure you're not pirates yourselves? You seem pretty wild. <laughs> we get that a lot. Please. Or we would if we ever spoke to anyone. All right. All right. We've been alone in the jungle for many weeks. I fear for my life. <laughs> Please, doctor. I fear for my life. Be the way. Come with me. Yeah. And I lead them down the... The gangway towards Kristen, towards the conference room. You're a Vesk too, right? <laughs> yeah, can't you tell by her voice? Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, just check. I forgot, I forgot for a second. Grant's gone again. Yeah. <laughs> Satisfactory! <laughs> it's still so good. Same joke. It really worked. Oh, Troy, that might be the best joke you ever told. It's really good. I get Grant. It's, it's yeah. always a win. It's a rare yeah. thing. Um... Steel Fang, uh, the other Lashenta, uh, comes up to you, Meishun, and just kind of like cocks her head. Meishun cocks right back. Like two confused dogs. Start mirroring each other yeah. like mimes. <laughs> no, she's like, you, you are not from Castrovel, are you? Meishun lapses and... She remembers being from Casterville. My, I, I'm from Casterville. My my father was a miner. My my well, my mother. But yes, he spent time off planet. But I was born and raised there. Hmm. There's something in your eyes that says everything about you is from somewhere else. And then she just turns and walks past. <laughs> and then Q4, the android, walks up to Dax. They are tilting their heads back. <laughs> <They're both. laughs> it's a visual joke. May I ask, distribution android X19, what have you done with your hair? I changed it in the form of a style I saw at a nightclub in Absalom Station. Hmm, fascinating. <laughs> I did not know that was something we could do. Yes, for a small fee, a hairstylist, they are called, on Absalom Station in the lower district did this for me and I like it very much <laughs> how would you rate your haircut was it like just bad good or was it satisfactory <laughs> oh my god these these stylists they are like prostitutes <laughs> you pay them and they do things to your body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I <should>. Precisely. <laughs> Troy can't give it the other night. It's, we're recording very late at night. We've <laughs> got it all punchy. Hold on, let, it, let him finish. <laughs> he can't do it. He can't do it. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. <laughs> I never. Maggie, you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to say he's crying. I don't think I can say it. <laughs> they are 
Oh, I, yeah. should, I should like to visit one of these prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> one of these cranial prostitutes you mentioned. Yes, perhaps I shall visit one of these prostitutes that you speak of. Let us go into the conference room. I think PG has overheard this whole conversation. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> what, PG? What is wrong? Has, has the definition of prostitution changed in the last hundred years? He said it was a person who does things to your body. Thus, the hairstylist is a prostitute. Oh, dear God. All right. Confusion is thinking of hair. You have to understand, not all prostitutes are hairstylists, but all hairstylists (laughs) are prostitutes. (laughs) I would like to state, for the record, that the views of a character on the show do not reflect the views of those who make the show. I hope. (laughs) This is so perfect for androids, though. I love it. Well, that's yeah. right. I mean, that's, you know. Oh, God. You think that an android would go more towards so they're like a systems engineer right. or I mean, a scientist? I mean, but by that logic, a doctor is a prostitute. I was just thinking the same thing. A very skilled, they're courtesans. They're not yeah. prostitutes. Anyone that, yeah, attends to one's body. Get to the conference room. <laughs> it's like it's there, just, it's just, there was a neurosurgeon. Yeah, right. They're a prostitute. Right. It's it's just, of, the uh, logic just doesn't follow. It does, though. You get in the conference room, and she uh, assumes a very uh, comfortable pose, kind of feet up on the table uh, as her crew settles in behind her on the other end of the table. And it's like, so you say you're Starfinders. I see your insignia. It shouldn't be surprising. You always have your hands all over the place. But may I ask you, what is your business out here in the field of the lost? You could have gotten very hurt out here. <laughs> you still could. Really? What have you heard of the cult of the devourer? <laughs> the cult of the devourer? I thought we were just going to talk about terms here. You jump right into information. The cult of the devourer. Yes, I'm familiar with them. You asked a question, I answered it. Well, there are several cultists out here in the diaspora. It's a great place for lost people to become even more lost. The devourers, though, they're crazy buggers. I suggest giving them a wide berth if you come across any of them out here. Yeah, I think they've got a hole on a nearby rock where they get together and do whatever it is cultists do. They call it, uh, uh, Spike Smash. What do they call it? The Star Eater's Spine! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something like the the Star Eater's Spine or something equally stupid. (laughs) Come to think of it, weren't those ships heading in that direction? Yeah. Yeah, a busy place for cultists around here. Ships, what ships? What ships? Well, let me ask you, Captain K. What are we doing here? We're just having a conversation and then we go our separate ways? Because it seems like you need information, information that I might have. But if this is more than just a friendly conversation against two ships passing in the night, then perhaps I take my information and go. You had that opportunity some time ago and you refused it. We're having a conversation the conversation can go one of two ways. We can sit here and be pleasant and eat the Scottish blood pudding. <laughs> yes, no, please. There's also an airlock. I see. All right. Well, you asked about the ships. We don't see a lot of ships around here. That is why I'm out here. Although Broken Rock is thousands of miles away, the free captains know that the Field of the Lost represents an undefended back door into their territory. As a result, in recent decades, the captains have ensured that at least one of their number regularly patrols the Fields of the Lost for pirate hunters, which is what I thought you were, or other intruders, which you could have very well have been looking to establish a foothold in the diaspora that might threaten broken rock. That job has fallen to me. This 
Over here is my ship, the Rusty Rivet. You must understand, I see someone who shouldn't be out here meddling around. I take that ship out, I go back to Broken Rock looking like a hero. This is how you rise up in the Free Captains. I don't know how it works in the Starfinder Society. But this is how I make my money, and this is how I retire someday to a more peaceful part of the galaxy. Now, as long as you aren't coming after Broken Rock, I have no quarrel with you. You ask me about ships. We don't see a lot of ships. No steward-backed anti-pirate armadas. No fat merchant freighters. Just a few Sarkeesians here and there. And, uh couple nasty-looking bone ships, the ones that were going near this cult base recently. Big bruisers, and frankly, above my pay grade, you know. But they didn't care about us little old pirates, so we just shattered them for a little bit. They did whatever business they had to do, and went on their way. So they're no longer in the sector? That I do not know. You mentioned terms. Here are ours. You you all get to go back to your ship, safe as houses, and continue about your lives. In return, you give us the location of these cultists and where these ships went and any information pertaining thereto, and guarantee us safe passage in and out. We have, we have no quarrel. We have no interest in your territory, except as it pertains to these cultists. That seems very fair. Except the part about guaranteeing safe passage. You can't Nothing do it. is guaranteed out here, Captain. Why, you can't do it, Captain? It wouldn't look right for me to be supporting a Starfinder mission when I'm supposed to be busy doing other things. But I can get you the location. What kind of mission... Would it look right for you to support? My own. And that's it. I'll get you the coordinates. I won't fire on you as you drive away. How about I even escort you right there? Yeah. But then I'm out. We shake hands. And we walk away. Sense motive? Me too. Me too. Natty 19. 27. Yeah, she has no beef with you. She's just, if she truly is a free captain, like she's saying, like, she's just trying to get her and her crew safely back to Broken Rock. Is Broken Rock a location that we are unable to visit as friends? I'm sure you could try and visit there if you were interested in joining the free captain. It's we may be interested in upgrading this vessel. It is getting old, and I'm not sure what location around here could have such supplies. We would be interested in purchasing a great deal of material from an interested merchant. Is there anyone there that would be interested in that sort of business for a Starfinder ship? You know, there might just be. What do you say, you for? You think they'll, uh... Upgrade a Starfinder ship? Yes, Captain. I believe we can find <laughs> a couple of prostitutes. And Max <laughs> nods, looks at them, and they nod at each other. And the rest of us just kind of look around the table. Like, <laughs> what the? Like, why, why are, how did they get to that? How did they get to this? They'll take I'll care of it just <laughs> fine. Who will that one be? It's a, it's a robot thing you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Very well. You guide us safely. To these coordinates, and we'll return to purchase goods and services, not from prostitutes, but mechanical. <laughs> Never mind. On Broken Rock, and we part as friends. Um, perhaps we can recruit one of them to join us. I'm thinking the Vesk. He looks strong, big, and a good pilot. We might need him, and he's quite attractive. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, <laughs> a handsome man, handsome vest, big lizard. I like it. I also vote for the vest. I think he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to see Grant lose it more. Um, I will extend this offer. Should any of your crew wish to join us on our mission, 
We can promise compensation in the form of spoils of war. They are my crew, but they are free to do as they see fit. Crew? You stay a free captain? Or will you go off on a Starfinder mission? Lashunta just looks right at Meishan while speaking to the whole group. I believe I'll stay with my group. Oh, how damn. Meishan is going to attempt to read surface thoughts. Okay. So that is a DC... Is that offensive? <clears throat> I mean, she would be... She would know if I... Yeah, she would know. DC... Let me just pull up my abilities. I think it's a DC 15 right now. Um... DC 13, I apologize. Okay. Um, you're able to read her thoughts, and she's just looking at you, and, like, her her basic thoughts are, like, the way you dress and the way you carry yourself. You're not a Castrovellian. You're from somewhere else. And then Meishan looks back at her after hearing that and sa- says, Oh, you and I, we're not cut from the same cloth, that's for sure. <laughs> she turns away from her. <laughs> oh. Ice cold room all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, Spike Smasher, uh, <clears throat> the ace pilot. No, thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a bummer. Oh, we were so close. Oh. <laughs> I, I appreciate the offer. <laughs> <laughs> I felt him coming around <laughs> at, the, at the last minute. He's Q- disappointed. Q4. Q to his friends. Uh, just looks and says no I believe I will stay <laughs> this joke so <laughs> yeah. dead it's so dead, dead. It's so dead. Don't do it. he just makes a prostitute joke <laughs> uh, he stays with his crew <laughs> thank you for offering we respect your decision yes I should tell you I'm not at liberty to discuss many details but if it's outsiders you fear, these cultists wish nothing but harm, and their presence in your territory is nothing but dangerous for you and for the galaxy. Duly noted, Captain K. I appreciate the heads up. Normally we don't pay much interest to them, but uh, good to know. This rock that you're looking for, you can follow us, but uh, we believe they're holed up on this one we call K-9-204. I've never been there, so I don't know if there's a base there or not, but I can point you in the right direction and uh, drive aside you the whole time. Here, she punches some commands into her like little comm unit and poof, brings up like a navigational chart in the uh, air in front of you, um, and she just poof, copies it onto a data stick and flicks it at Dax catches it and a route that would allow us to go somewhat undetected would be preferable I think that can be arranged we will uh, make sure we have our sensors checking the area as well Uh, and then just to confirm once we reach K9204 we go our separate ways but maybe I'll see you at Broken Rock sometime maybe oh yeah she stands up, extends her hand to you, Captain. Kreska shakes it. My apologies for the misunderstanding. Good luck in your mission. And you and yours. Let's go, team. All right! Lashunta <laughs> <laughs> just staring at me, Sean. Awkwardly. Goodbye, Dax. Goodbye, Q. Don't do it. <laughs> You seem like an okay fella. As do you. I will hopefully see you at Broken Rock. Yes. One last question. (laughs) Do you... (laughs) One last question. Do you... Do you know where I could get a blowjob? (laughs) (laughs) 
Tell me this is the end of the episode. Matthew's giving up completely. Matthew walked away no. from the table. <laughs> He's just away. It's just like... <laughs> I've never seen so many grown Well, it's just amazing because... Grown men crying this android right who spends, like, okay. all of his time of me explaining the joke. What <laughs> it so desperately wants prostitute. Like, How does he get to any engineering when he's thinking about this all the time? He just sees, like, a different hairstyle, and he's like, that must also be a prostitute. <laughs> So innocent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I haven't laughed like that (sighs) in so long. Oh, man. I can't hear the laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So so they board, (laughs) and the rusty river just pulls around, flashes his lights at you. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. And, uh,. You, before so we, we start <laughs> heading to K two four K nine two zero K nine two zero four. No, actually, you don't, um, because you have to level up to level five. Oh! Oh! That's what good role playing gets. Nice. 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 Hell yeah. Oh, that is sweet. That was wow. so, so much fun. And we're in the galley. And, and oh, it's not the end of the episode yet? No, no. Yes. no. So we get more to out. talk. Talk more. Yeah. Now, I, I, I told you a few weeks ago to to prep your level five characters because you knew it was going to be coming. Um, and Yeah, I thought uh, it would just be after the boss fight. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. But uh, it took a little bit longer. <laughs> it took a little longer. <laughs> um, but here we are. And uh, I'm really curious to see what a level five uh, Starfinder character can do. Um, is this going to really break open the level here? I think you guys uh, felt a little underpowered against Talman and a couple other fights that we had mm-hmm. in book two. <laughs> so I'm interested to see if level five, you're going to be like, oh, now I can finally level five. I got this, that. But again, I think it's going to be a class-to-class basis. Um, Matthew, what is what is Captain K? Did she get anything cool? I'm assuming you're staying mystic. I'm staying mystic. No, she doesn't really get anything cool. You get a, a bonus to your channel skill class feature. Oh, <laughs> brutal. And like, and what know. does that give you? <laughs> Uh, it's a it's an additional plus one to your uh, your connection skills, which for me are bluff and intimidate, which is okay. nice. I appreciate it. Sure, not that exciting. Yeah, and that's it. More than another spell, a new spell. I get more. I get. And I think I get another second level spell. Per oh, level. well, that's great. Yeah. At least that's that's actually pretty huge. That doesn't sound huge, but a second level spell in Starfinder is pretty good. Yeah, no. um, it's that, pretty pretty <clears throat> straightforward though. Not a not a crazy. Yeah, upgrade. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it's a caster. It's a six caster. level, six level. That was fun. Mayshan, you're another caster. Is it same kind of shit? Uh, the coolest thing that I got uh, was uh, a new magic hack, and I decided to pick a magic hack that tied into the idea of a technomancer, and I chose energized spell. Ooh, is that like a meta magic feat? Uh, basically, not really. As no. a move action, I can cast any spell I know using twenty charges from a power cell. So I can just grab a what? battery, a fully charged battery, oh, come and on. cast wow. any spell I know. Wow! So the other thing I picked up besides some cybernetic enhancements were a couple extra cartridges for my laser say, pistol. That's crazy! Oh, I should say the other thing—the the major thing we get here is our ability score. Yes. Oh, yes. level five is when yeah. you get the ability. Yeah, yeah. That's, wow. that's not specific. To, and so, those of you who bought the boost or won the boost uh, with that uh, Mark One ability crystal, even further enhanced. Oh, and now this works different. I'm yeah. thinking, oh, uh, what, what did you put it into? But no, everything goes up, yep. right? It's it's four, three different scores, four different scores, four different scores, four different scores, randomly or based on class. No, no, no. What you choose? Like everything four, goes up by two. No, no, no. By one. Four, no. four scores increased by one. No, if I'm not, if, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, so four scores you can put one point into. Right. Okay. If the score is uh, 16 or lower, it gets two points for that one point. Uh, oh, that's right. And anything right. over 16 gets one point for one point. I see. So, it, I mean, it 
it gets your lower like your lower ability scores up quick. Oh, so maybe awesome. this is the level that's going to even the playing field. It's I think this is the biggest, it's a the huge biggest spike for level me, yeah. like uh, for of uh, in Starfinder so far. Wow! Biggest wow! Magic hack. You basically just got like four extra spells per day as long as there's batteries around. You'd be like, Dex, give me your battery. Yep. No, I can cast overcharge. I'm very excited, but uh, very cool. Uh, Dr. Friss. Uh, Dr. Friss, he got so as far as um, he got uh, there's a new uh, operative uh, skill that he learned. Um, whatever they call it, uh, medical expert. Mm. So uh, basically, he can. It just it, it. And I I chose this just because of like who he is. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't really like it's not so much about making more efficacy like in on in, in the game. Um, but it uh it lets you it lets me treat treat like deadly wounds like with more like different items and it also lets me do long term ordinarily you can do long term care like as a medicine medicine check right only with uh, a med bay or you know like a hospital or something I can do that with a, a med kit only oh. now. Um, and the other thing that I got, the main thing is that my trick attack was plus 1d8 uh, if, if I made it. Now it's plus 3d8. Whoa! So it jumps up That's like 2d8. That's a huge yeah, which, jump. Is, which, is, which is enormous. Um, and I wow. now... So guess how many languages Dr. Chris has. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, ten. Close. Thirteen. Wow, that is incredible! It's like two and a half to Kenbe Matumbos. <laughs> That's what he's capable of. Now. Wow, that is amazing. So yeah, Dax, um, a big spike for Dax too. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, with that ability crystal and then the ability point, he's now at a twenty Dex. Oh wow! So he was seventeen wow. before that ability crystal and this level up. So that is going from plus three to plus five decks, which is just awesome. Does that boost your AC too, like Pathfinder? Uh, not really. It does, but it's just not really because he wears that heavy armor, mm-hmm. so he does, he's not getting the benefits. But um, <clears throat> he also has uh, his strength bumped up. Uh, he had another point of strength. His uh, con bumped up. He got another point of con. So he is now at fifty stamina points. Seven oh, resolve wow. points. Oh man! I mean, it's just I feel such like such a huge jump. Wow! Wow! Seven resolve points. Did you all get resolve points? Uh, I no, think, I didn't even look. I, I think everybody did, but yeah. um, that's the only way I'm going to kill you if you get these resolve points yep. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I got one too. Because you need a, so, so a what quarter are, of them to stabilize, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what you your still st- need one more before you need two Damn to stabilize? It. What is your stamina and hit points at? 50 stamina, 39 hit points. So the difference between, like, a soldier and a technomancer is, like, least squishy to most squishy, basically, in this game. 30 stamina, 29 hit points. Ooh, that's a big difference. Wow. Another 20 stamina points. Yeah, it's huge. Um, uh, that's great. And then I got this feat that I am so pumped about. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's called Adaptive Fighting. And uh, the prereq is that you have to have three combat feats. So now by this point... I have three combat feats. Do you get one every level for a soldier? <clears throat> no. Like a fighter? No. No. Um, this feat allows me to choose three combat feats. Hmm. And then once per day, I can enact that feat as a move action for one minute. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to tell you what I took, but I took three different feats that are going to allow me to adapt to given situations. That's uh, very useful. A little yeah. more work, a little more homework you have to do because you have to know all those feats. But uh, yeah, very cool. But yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> that's right up your alley. Uh, yeah. PG. Yep. Uh, you know what, Troy? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh, interesting. What? Wow. Maybe we'll f- uh, find out. So mysterious. Wow. Did you use your mnemonic editor yet? Well, Troy, don't worry about All it. Right. I just want to know if this character is going to become effective or continue being the way it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jesus. I mean, it's going to be rude. I mean, just saying. I mean, it is going to continue to be super ineffective because okay. I like fun over optimization. All right. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. She is going to die anyway. Now you really want to get to uh, 
what is it called? Broken Rock there? Now that you can bust this ship up to tier five, right? Yeah, or is it automatically right. tier five? Yeah, it's automatically yep. tier five now. But, yeah. well, we, you, but we do have to get to a safe place where we can do upgrades. Upgrades, yeah. Right. Actual upgrades. Um, well, it uh, according to the coordinates Captain Okwana gave you, this small asteroid, uh, K-9204, uh, where allegedly... Uh, a cultist base might be, or who knows? She doesn't know. She hasn't mm-hmm. been there herself. Uh, it's not far from where you guys are. It takes you about four hours to get there. Um, so she's flying alongside you and just <sighs> kind of keeping pace with each other. Um, and you get there. Um, the asteroid itself looks to be less than a mile in diameter, and you can tell that it's made up of just all treacherous-looking rock. Um, the ship sensors are showing that the terrain is uh, highly ore-infused. And you can just see, looking down, uh, jagged cliffs covering the asteroid surface. That's awesome. Um, Captain, uh, the rusty rivet is attempting to hail you. Shall I open a channel? Boop, boop. Yes, please. Well, there you go, Captain K. I told you it wasn't much, but that's all the information I have. Very well. I consider the terms of our agreement fulfilled. Wonderful. You are an honorable captain. If I ever run into the other Starfinders, I'll be sure to speak highly of you and your crew. Good day. The free captains can always use good men and women like you. Goodbye. Say goodbye, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And the rusty rivet takes off. And we are once again alone. Alone in space. In front of this. PG would like to have like a a little family meeting or some some kind. Just to discuss the hell is happening with this crew. Because, yes, so... May I have the word, Captain? I'm assuming we hang out in the same room. Yeah, we can hang out in the in the mess. Yeah, there's whatever. still leftovers. Plenty Nick. of leftovers. Have some if you want. <laughs> um, I um, so I just want to say, moving forward, like I know I haven't been the most uh, I haven't been the most uh, approachable, agreeable, agreeable, approachable, likable, likable. <laughs> Thank you, Dex. Effective. Uh, effective or um, um, capable. Good cook. Good, good cook. person on this on this crew, and that might it's continue. Right. It might not, but it's probably going to continue. I'm just saying. I just want to lower your expectations. That's right. It's simply uh, insecurity brought on by traumatic stress. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. You and your psychology. Blah, blah, blah. Psychiatry. I do have Psychi- a medical degree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn, man. Anyway, um, no, but like moving forward, I just want to say my opinions on this devourer. I'm. I will not say that I haven't been tempted by their talk. I must admit that, and I want to be. I want to be frank about it because I have a sense that I'm not alone. And she looks at me, Shen. But moving forward, we can't let them talk to us. We can't let them manipulate us. We They've shown what they are all about. They want us dead. They want the whole universe dead. Moving forward, we should we should not risk keeping any of them alive so they can further manipulate us into their cause. I do not want to end up like Meishan. No offense, Meishan. But you will probably blow up one day and become a devourer. I'm just saying. If you want to avoid their temptations, you can always get back into your coffin. Oh. Damn, that's cold. Cold. Meishan's just upset at, like, she doesn't know what happened to her. She's like, you you don't know me. You don't know me? She's getting defensive. No, no, but she has a point. She has a point. I could get back to my coffin. But uh, it's boring there. And I want to talk about the Devourer. I think, like, what's our game plan here? If we want to engage with them, do you want to continue with the diplomacy stuff? Do you want to continue to talk to them? Or what's the plan? Captain. The cult as a whole will never be receptive to our diplomatic overtures. I agree. I agree. But individual members may yet be within within our reach. 
And if we can avoid killing them, then I say that is a worthy goal. But is it a worthy risk, Captain? What are you risking by trying to redeem one person? That we will have to evaluate on a case-by-case basis, won't we? Salask, unfortunately, was not within our reach. I can personally only speak from my own experience, and I'm sure Meishan could potentially fill on fill in some of the gaps here. But the, I mean that that pull, it's it's real. It's it's hard to stand against. I don't know what happened to me in that jungle, but something made me want to. Something made me want to to basically tear everyone around me apart. And uh, I still have that feeling every day. I still, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I love, I love blood. I think I'm bloodthirsty. That's why I can never return to my own people. But I do think that it's important to have a good mission in life. And I want to do good from now on. But I do think that the good is to eliminate the bad in this case. I don't think there are gray zones in this area. I think if they've been consumed by the devourer, they are effectively out of hope. I I agree. Yes, it is certainly uh, possible to direct this lust for violence in a positive direction, and I think that directing it at these cultists, these people who seek to use this weapon to destroy sentient life in our part of the galaxy that is a worthy that is a worthy direction to aim this lust if I can be so bold I agree that the cult of the devourer is now our enemy and they are bent on galactic destruction and so long as that is true and so long as they stand in the way of the galaxy's salvation. I shall feel no compunction of killing combatants. But if innocent lives are to be saved and the opportunity is there, we must consider it because we are not them. In addition, they may serve as useful conduits of information. We have to consider the whole picture before acting impulsively. Okay. Okay, okay. If that's the plan, let's do that. I'm with the captain. Kill them all. Exactly. I think that sounds... Well said, Captain. Yes. I never put it quite... I'm going to go load my gun. No mercy at all. (laughs) (laughs) And throw acid on their remains so that their families can't enjoy an open casket funeral. As explosive as possible so we leave no No trace of them. No trace. No trace. As the captain ordered extra grenades. I feel like you missed... All hail the captain. (laughs) (laughs) Three cheers. Hip hip the captain. Hooray! Hip hip hip. Hooray! 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 Who wants blood pudding? The most (laughs) bloodthirsty pirate in all of the diaspora. What just happened? (laughs) (laughs) What just happened? You guys came here to the field of the lost. Ultimately, knowing just that, that the cultists may have fled somewhere here. That's where that signal was transmitted. Luckily, you were attacked by a pirate that happened to be in the area seeing things recently seeing bone ships come rolling through and also knowing that cultists perhaps even the cult of the devourer have been known to hang out around this asteroid you see the asteroid you can see the whole thing you don't see a base what do you do doctor do the sensors detect any life forms on the asteroid? Uh, yeah, the doctor's going to do a sensor sweep on the entire area. Does the sensor sweep? Uh, it's very, very dense rock, so you don't know if you're getting a great reading or not, but you do detect some life forms. Um, it's hard to tell. Though if there are Eoxian ships, they... Uh that, that drop some people off there, they're probably not going to be life forms, we, are we, they? We know that from experience. Mm. Sit there, Captain. There seem to be uh, there's life forms there, but the the rock is thick. I cannot discern how many or what type. Mission. 
Do you detect any psychic activity? At this distance, it must be hard, but... It is very difficult, Captain. But allow me to concentrate. And Mayshun concentrates. She's such a counselor, Troy. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) She's wearing a low-cut jumpsuit. No, uh... (laughs) Just like Counselor Troy. I like chocolate! And Uh, the pen. She'll do a detect magic, which is 60 feet. Maybe she'll, like, reach up with her technomancer capabilities. This makes sense Mm flavor-wise. She's gonna reach up to... Doctor, if you would allow me to access the ship's computers. And she'll kind of do this magical hybrid techno ritual and and reach out through the ship's sensors for a detect magic and roll a mysticism check as well. Mm. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah, you don't know anything. Um, Dax, how close can we get to that asteroid without being detected? Uh, can I roll a piloting check? Sure. Get a sense of how far we are. How uh, That is a 26. 26. If you keep flying like that, you'll be able to kind of scan the surface, like do some nice swoops. Okay. And what are you looking for? Um, right now, I'm just looking for any danger. Okay. Like uh, whether it be, I don't know, turrets uh, or... Any evidence. Uh, of yeah, any evidence of, uh, of either weaponry or, I don't know, Formations, rock formations that okay. are freakishly high and out of position that could we could bump up against. Mayshan also suggests we should look for any floating debris or waste. Mm-hmm. They can't leave their shit inside, for lack of a better term. So he'll try to yeah he'll try to go do like Captain. I will try to do a sweep of the asteroid at very close range. Very well. We can look with our own eyes and see uh, what the surface holds. I like that. If you're all like up here in the uh, in the bridge, in the bridge, just looking out the window, is is Dax just like, and like I said, it's it less really than close. a mile in diameter, so you can really swoop it. Spin around it. Uh, everybody, roll a perception check. And I think Mayshun is like holding her breath, even though they couldn't hear through Ooh, the shield. Right. She's like, <gasps> 33. Eighteen. Beautiful. Eighteen. Thirty-three. 30, Twelve. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Five. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Dex sees nothing. Um, PG, you think you see um, an opening in the rock, um, but it, it you pass by it, and you're like, oh, it might have just been a crater. Whereas Dr. Friss, you know it's an opening, and in fact, it looks to be the only opening you saw the entire time Dax was doing his flyby. Yeah. He points. It's like, Mars had like heads up display, like on the deck season nav point. On the rock itself, you don't see any weaponry, any sort okay. of life walking around. You just see an opening going inside the asteroid. Okay, coming right around, Captain, to Dr. Friss's opening. Can you set us down? <laughs> Wait yes. a minute. Is it, is Dr. It a, Friss, relax. <laughs> relax. I don't know. I don't like the sound of this. <laughs> is, it, is it the crater large enough that we think we should fly? the ship into it or that we should park nearby and no you could fl- you could uh, fly into the opening and land wow all right wow. so dax is gonna slowly pull it up and then put on the parking lights you kind of cut through a thin mm. atmosphere surrounding the asteroid yeah. itself and just and land and land inside of the asteroid we've landed captain all right i i noticed that so, uh, I guess it's in our best interest to go extravehicular. Button up, Captain. Button up. <laughs> oh, well. Dax is going to go get suited. Yep. Chunk. Ah! Chunk. Chunk. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. <laughs> you can tell that there is a thin atmosphere out there that's breathable. Oh. But mm. you don't know if there are any toxins or anything in the air. Um, but your sensors are also showing that it is an area of low gravity outside. Oh, God. So you can breathe normally, but low gravity isn't that bad. Uh, straight out of the core rulebook, low gravity worlds are liberating to most species acclimat- uh, acclimated to standard gravity worlds. Such characters' muscles are far more effective than normal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, like not, it's not zero G. No. Where the gravity on a low G world, where the gravity is no greater than a third of standard gravity, uh, PCs can jump three times as high and as far and lift three times as much. 
Movement speed, however, stays the same, as moving in great bounds is awkward and difficult to control. Thrown weapons, not ranged weapons, but thrown weapons have their range categories tripled. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so you just feel super light, and you can bound around. Um, and the air is breathable, but you don't know if there's any particular toxins. Stay in, stay in space helmets for now, until we determine for sure that the air is breathable and safe. <laughs> Not that your suits would protect you against toxins, anyways. But uh, you... They're closed ecosystem. They're pressure suits. Oh, that's right. So they, you would be able to... I don't know 100% off the top of my head about radiation. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, like a poison air or something like that would not... It's our own air. Yeah. yeah. They have yeah. their own... Atmospheric system. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I guess, I guess you're, you're certainly uh, extra safe. You roll a, um, where you land and disembark, you don't even have to roll, you see deep grooves and scorch marks in the rocky ground that show that other starships have landed and taken off from this area repeatedly. Ah. Um, but there are no other ships currently present. Weird. Um... Which to you is a good sign because if Friss's eyes didn't trick him, and this is the only opening or anything of interest on the asteroid itself, you're alone. Hmm. At least can, that's the way it looks. Can we also make sure that the uh, whatever, if we're going to leave the ship, that it's secured? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so that yeah it someone doesn't, doesn't go... land here and then take off in our ship. You tell Howie to lock yeah, it down, lock all up. systems down, and you stand. Inside of the asteroid, looking up ahead, and it splits off to the left and the right. A sheer cliff walls extend forty feet up on either side. Of oh, 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 that's awesome! Huh. We'll see you next week. Oh, 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 oh we got a home, man! We're going into K nine two zero four. I wanted to get a look at the next encounter before. LB426! Satisfactory! Satisfactory! Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.